0: Hey there, welcome to episode 22 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. Uh, Today's episode is a solo episode. We've got some interviews coming up uh, later this month, uh, but today we're going to focus on five superfoods for runners that have anti-inflammatory benefits that you won't hate. So I love this topic, and I think that you will too. It's, you know, running over the age of 40, it's all about recovery, right? So we can't train hard unless we're recovering. And the truth of the matter is it gets harder to recover uh, the older that we get. So uh, what I wanted to do is just talk through five superfoods that maybe you know of, maybe you don't, uh, and talk about how they can help you uh, recover so that you can train harder. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, you might be familiar with, you know, superfoods in general. There's, you know, I think everybody listening knows the but be- you know the more fruits and vegetables that you can eat, the better. Uh, you know, any kind of green leafy vegetables, green is good. That's what uh, the nutritionist that I worked with taught me. You know, I think she always said, uh, what is it? Green is maybe she's listening, but green is good except for green Gatorade, you know, because of the chemicals. But uh, kale, spinach, any kind of leafy green is a good thing. Uh, Same with berries, strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, etc. Fish. Those are all superfoods that we're familiar with. So I'm not going to talk in depth about those. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, just five specific superfoods that you may uh, not be as familiar with. So the first one is tart cherry juice. So what the heck are tart cherries? Uh, you know, the summer time, we always get uh, cherries. We love them. My kids love them. Uh, but those are the typical cherries. Uh, and I'm talking about tart cherries. These are more sour. Uh, they have less sugar than the ones that the cherries that you're used to eating. So the, why, well, you know, what's the benefit of having the tart cherries? It's actually natural ibuprofen. And I think I've mentioned it on this show before. I'm a pharmacist by training. So So uh, medicines like ibuprofen inhibit prostaglandins, and what that does is, you know, it inhibits the inflammation, and that's how those drugs work to ease your pain. So the same thing goes with uh, tart cherries. So just a couple examples. There was a study of runners in the London Marathon, and what they did is they drank eight ounces of tart cherry juice every day, uh, and they actually had almost a 50% reduction in their inflammation there's another one here. Let's see. It's from the International Journal of Sports Medicine. Uh, these athletes, before a half marathon, 10 days before, they had, uh, they actually took it in capsule form, 480 milligrams of chart cher, cherry chart extract. Uh, and their half marathon time went from 118 minutes down to 103. Uh, they were running quite, quite fast, but that's 15 minutes faster at a really rapid pace. So that's quite remarkable. Uh, so what's, Interesting to me, a fact that I didn't know until I started researching this, is that tart cherries actually have the most anti-inflammatory content of any food. Uh, So if you're thinking about trying to have a superfood, tart cherry juice would probably be the biggest one to add. Super easy, super convenient. Uh, it's very common uh, commonly used in by professional runners triathletes endurance athletes uh, and there's there's several benefits but I'm just going to talk through five uh, the first one is what I said at the outset just recovery uh, so because of the antioxidants in the tart cherry juice you have improved muscle recovery so that's number one number two uh, same same kind of benefit uh, but less muscle pain and that includes stiffness too so whether your pain is is from some type of arthritis or just from your training, uh, it can help with that. Uh, we already mentioned the, the improved time in the half marathon. So number three is just that drinking tart cherry juice has been linked with improved athletic performance. And there's other studies showing, you know, similar results. Uh, number four, because of the antioxidant properties of cherry juice, uh, it's been shown to have good effects on memory and brain health. And then number five uh maybe you're familiar with this I was not uh so drinking tart tart cherry juice in the evening actually can be really helpful for sleep benefits uh it has tryptophan in it, which is naturally occurring melatonin so if you've ever taken melatonin or of or have heard of taking melatonin to kind of reset your natural sleep, uh tart cherry juice can do that same thing so Let's get to the question. So when should you drink tart cherry juice for optimal recovery? You can actually consume it at any time. Uh, You can have it before or after running or before bedtime. So if you want to have that effect on sleep, it's best to have it right before bedtime. If you're taking it for the anti-inflammatory benefits for pain, really, any time is fine. Uh, in the, There's a meta-analysis, which a meta-analysis just means they looked at all different studies and, you know, tried to look at trends. Uh, and in 10 different studies evaluating the effects of tart cherry juice taken in either juice or powdered form, uh, athletes took it either an hour and a half before or up to seven days before exercise testing. And, uh, you know, they saw benefits no matter what. So, Uh, So it's generally recommended to take twice a day for maximum benefits. But again, if you want just the sleep and, you know, a little bit of the recovery, even just a glass, an eight ounce glass of uh, tart cherry juice at night night would be good. Uh, You can drink it on its own or you can add to a smoothie. Uh, some of the data shows, you know, take it all the time, right? If you're looking at, you know, recovery, um, if you're just, you know, short term, want to see the benefits, uh, they say to do a four to five day loading phase before an event. So let's say you had a 10 K, you know, on Saturday, started on Monday or Tuesday and take it twice a day up until then. And then two or three days after the event to promote recovery. Okay. Uh, just a couple things about, how to take it, like what form. Because if you go to the grocery store and you just try to go down the juice aisle and find cherry juice, that's not necessarily what you want. Um, The cherry juice that you'll find probably at the store is going to be with added sweetener. A lot of times it'll be sweetened with apple juice uh, and have additional sugar. So you actually want the tart cherry juice, Uh, not that you can't find it in the store, but you want ideally the one that says not from concentrate. And uh you can also get it in a highly concentrated form. So if you see a bottle, like I bought a bottle the other day and it was twenty dollars and it looked like the smallest bottle. it was like, what the heck? Why is this so expensive? But it was the concentrated kind that you actually only need to take like two tablespoons for of it. Um so like my son actually will just drink it in his tiny glass um and just you know slurp it down. Whereas you can also just add it to water or to a smoothie, and that would work too. So it's up to you, like if you like the taste of it. I think it's sour and I add it to my smoothie. But uh, like I said, my son will drink a whole glass or just like a little, um, the concentrate, he'll just like take the whole thing. So uh, you can find it on Amazon too, if you don't want to like try try to search your store. Um, And I buy the... uh, it's cherry Bundy. I'll put it in the uh show notes, but you can get um the original kind you can get small bottles they actually come in eight ounces, so that'd be perfect. you know just throw in your car for after a um workout and then you can also get the highly concentrated form uh let's see. Yeah, eight ounces just for, you know, I think it's kind of fun to know, uh, in one eight ounce glass there. That's about a hundred cherries in there. So that's crazy. Uh, if you don't, if you can't get yourself to drink it, don't want to make, you know, put it in a smoothie, you can get it in powder, uh, and add that. But, you know, if you don't like the taste, don't do the powder. Um, you can get cherry gummies or capsules uh, too. So, you know, I I usually almost always just recommend trying to get it through food, but if you really can't stomach it, you know, then the pills would be an option. So that's it for tart cherry juice. I think that's one that you should definitely consider adding in. Uh, So the second one is avocados. Uh, and for such a little fruit, avocados are a fruit, not a vegetable. Um, but the benefits of avocados are just massive. So it's, they're soaring in popularity because of all their health boosting, uh, qualities. Uh, surprisingly, an avocado has more potassium, uh, than a banana. And we know that bananas are highly touted for their potassium. Uh, so they're an outstanding source of monounsaturated fat. And that's the good kind of fat that you want to have. Uh, you know, avocados, it, if you, if you're not, eating them now. Like it, it does take a little while, but then you pretty much get addicted to them. I mean, I really never used to eat them and now we eat them quite frequently and, and I really like the taste. So you can have them in salads, smoothies, uh, avocado toast, or it was guacamole. Uh, The sky's kind of the limit there. As far as the benefits, I'm going to give you three potential benefits of eating, uh, eating avocados. The first one is improved lipid profiles and better blood pressure. So in other words, keep your heart healthy. And that's from that monounsaturated fat. Uh, The second thing is, it's crazy. Again, like I said, for such a little fruit, they're just packed. Uh, It actually has over 20 nutrients in one avocado. It's got vitamin C, vitamin E, potassium, lutein, zinc, and more. All those are very important to your recovery. And then number three, they offer enhanced protection against cell damage and inflammation. And again, that's going to just boost recovery. Uh, If you're going to go buy some avocados, uh, you want to have them, if you want to buy it ripe, so you don't have to want to have it sit on your counter for a couple days before you eat it, uh, you want to be able to touch it. It should be firm, but yet uh, you should be able to have a little bit of gentle pressure to the touch. And uh, if, if you want it riper, it's a slightly darker color than the ones that aren't quite so ripe. Uh, as far as when you should eat avocados, uh, just like all foods, you know, we have to experiment. Don't eat something you've never eaten and then try to uh, go on a long run. That's not a good idea. Uh, but avocados in particular, because they do have the higher fat content uh, and fat can be, you know, harder to and slower to digest, you probably don't want to eat it within two hours of a run. But any other time, you know, really can be avocado time. So that's avocado, second recovery food. Uh, number three, this is a fun one, and that is dark chocolate. So dark chocolate, chocolate after whiling is a thing. Uh, dark chocolate can be a really healthy treat. Uh, the number one thing to know about dark chocolate is that you need to buy the one that has 85% uh, dark chocolate um, or above. If it's even above 90%, that's even better. That just means that it's you know completely superb. It has less sugar and more antioxidants the higher the percent. Uh, so dark chocolate has a couple benefits too. I'm going to give you three. Uh, it, just like the other two that we've already talked about, this one contains antioxidants and ultimately can reduce inflammation and decrease your muscle soreness. Uh, one thing to know about dark chocolate is it contains serotonin and so antidepressants like uh, Prozoc or uh, you know a bunch of the different antidepressants, they uh, most of them affect serotonin levels in our brain. Uh, serotonin is a mood boosting hormone and it can really help boost your energy levels. And so uh, dark chocolate has that naturally. And then the third thing that dark chocolate contains is caffeine. Uh, And it doesn't have a ton of it, but it has enough that it can help with strength and endurance. Um, Just like avocados, dark chocolate has fat in it. So that might not be the best to eat in large quantities right before a run. You probably do want to space it out, you know, two hours. Uh, But you definitely can eat it, you know, post-run. Have an ounce or two of dark chocolate. Again, 85% or more percent. uh, And you could combine that with a little bit of protein and you'd really maximize your muscle recovery. Okay, the fourth recovery food is turmeric. Turmeric. Uh, So turmeric is great for runners. It actually has another active component in it uh, that is the potent anti-inflammatory and antioxidant. Uh, The one thing I'll say, since I've been iron deficient before, is if you do tend to have low iron, uh, turmeric can inhibit the iron absorption. So you might want to avoid this one if you uh, tend to be anemic or have low iron. So turmeric you can take either as a spice. So like you can buy it in the store and you know put it on your fish or your chicken. Uh you, you really can't get enough that way in order to have the anti-inflammatory component. It's still good for you. It's, you know, it doesn't hurt, and it's a really good way to season food without salt. You can add the spice to scrambled eggs, to curry, to rice, uh, cooked veggies, smoothies, or soups. And, you know, st- all turmeric is it's a substance that makes mustard and curry and stuff such a unique golden color so it's kind of funny it'll make your food a little bit of a different color that bright yellow if you think of curry uh it's a spice and it's part of the ginger family uh one thing about it is if you do use the spice, it does stain your clothing. So just be aware of that. But uh, you know, I said earlier, it's almost always better to glean your health benefits from food rather than from a supplement. But this is the one different one. So turmeric, I mean, the amount that you'd have to ingest to get the health benefits is really high. So uh, you probably if you want to try this one, you'd want to take a supplement or, you know, a capsule. Uh, so what are the potential benefits of doing so? Uh, in some studies, it's been shown to improve symptoms of depression. Uh, it has the potential, I'll always say potential, because studies are studies, and, you know, we we need long, long, long-term data to, to really know. Uh, it may prevent things like Alzheimer's disease and cancer. Uh, it may have cardiovascular benefits, including regulating blood pressure and lowering cl- cholesterol. Uh, and, you know, it's the The supplement may be as or more effective than ibuprofen uh, for arthritis. Uh, So like I said, it's going to be hard to get it through diet. Uh, So then the question becomes, so which turmeric supplement should runners take? Uh, If you do choose to take one, you want to have one that has at least 47.5 milligrams um, per capsule. And I'll put an example, which is the nature-made turmeric in the show notes. Uh, This one, you want to take one capsule per day with a meal and preferably take that capsule uh, with a meal that contains some fat. And that's the best way to maximize absorption of turmeric. Okay. The last one is green tea. I'm not a huge tea drinker. I'm much more of a coffee drinker, but I'm trying to switch that. Uh, so green tea originates from China and it's actually been shown to be beneficial for almost every organ in your body. Uh, just for caffeine sake, uh, a cup of coffee, you know, usually has between 100 and 400 milligrams of caffeine. Green tea has less. It's got 35 to 80 milligrams. Uh, it can be non-fermented or fermented. Uh, and the potential benefits of green tea for runners, uh, I'm going to just list four of them. Uh, the first one, it can protect the heart and the nervous system and potentially lower the risk of cancer and diabetes. Uh, the second one is that it can be a stimulant and it might boost energy, your concentration and your mood, which, you know, we all can use that, especially maybe the morning of a long run. Uh, it really helps. Uh, green tea has been shown to be proportional to weight and fat reduction. So if you're trying to stay fit, uh, maybe, you know, I'm not a proponent of trying to run to lose weight. I think that we need to eat uh, to fuel our bodies and to fuel our bodies to be able to run. Uh, but, you know, if we are trying to keep your weight at a healthy weight, that could be a good thing. Uh, And then in sedentary people, uh, green tea enhanced aerobic capacity. So hopefully it has a similar thing uh, for runners. And green tea, in contrast to black tea, contains naturally occurring strong antioxidants. uh, So that, again, can help with that muscle pain and recovery. Uh, Should you drink it before running, you know, again, you have to experiment and just see what works best for you. Uh, But substituting green tea for coffee might be worth a try. Uh, And, you know, as far as supplements go, again, drinking it is probably better than taking the supplements. Uh, But if you look at some of the data, they also say you'd have to drink up to three cups per day to really reap the benefits. So in that case, you know, you may want to consider a supplement. But I will say, you know, some of the studies also show, you know, tremendous benefits benefit from just one cup of green tea per day. So I would go with that versus, you know, trying to take it in capsule form. So with that, that was five uh, superfoods that can help you recover faster from your hard training runs. And I think, you know, this episode is recorded at the uh, beginning of the new year when we all have resolutions and we're working hard and working out probably, hopefully, you know, more and we can keep that on track. And the best way to keep that on track is just recovering better in between. So again, consider taking tart cherry juice, uh, ingesting dark chocolate, 85% or more, Uh avocados, add to your diet, uh, have a cup of green tea and uh, consider a turmeric supplement. And all these uh, will be linked in the show notes. Uh, so as always, thanks for listening and please consider giving us a review. And uh, I mentioned at the outset, but we'll be, we'll be back with our interview series, on the Running After Age 40 podcast. Thanks for being a listener.